Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. This is May 12th, and it's episode 122. Today is a beautiful day. It's sunny, and it feels really lovely, and it's actually kind of a day that I've been thinking about a long time. Um, I think I shared a few pods ago that my family was going through something, and what that is is that my mother has lung cancer, and she was diagnosed during um, corona times, and so it's just been this like really protracted, um, uncomfortable experience of all of the diagnostic stuff and her biopsies and even the surgery being considered elective. Um, And so it's with great optimism that um, she has surgery today and I'm really grateful for that. But what that also means is that I'm in New York and she's in Texas and I haven't seen her and this was like unbearable and it was unfortunately what was happening and every single day I think for the past few weeks I've just been sort of bashing my body against this immutable force of wishing I could see her and wishing that when I saw her I wasn't jeopardizing my health and her health in any way and obviously that's just not a possible thing and um So every day, I would wake up early, Um, my sleep has been a little compromised, and I would just start just running the models, like crunching the math, like really trying to find new and slippery inventive ways of tackling a situation that I can't change. And that's been really, really hard. And it's been really, um, it's been really dismaying because a lot of it, you know, is that I have just enough mindfulness to watch myself do this. And yet in that moment feel as though it's like a freight train and that I, I can't do anything to stop myself. And that's pretty frustrating as someone who has a history of addiction because it just feels like addiction. It feels like the exact same thing where you're watching yourself from afar making these decisions and it's like, you know, like a horror film where you're like, ah, come on, like, don't go in there. Like, are you serious? (laughs) Like, have, have we not have enough, had enough experience in this? Um, stop being such a trope. But I, I just, I was so powerless against it for the past few days, and especially as it sort of built up to today. And then with Mother's Day, I mean, that was like a particularly um, delicious cherry on that Sunday. And the thing that I've come to realize today that I'm so grateful for, and it's something that I have the tremendous like just appreciation and gratitude 
about because it came through, um, you know, I've shared that I'm in a 12-step program for addiction and it came through someone I met um, through the meetings there and they they were like, you know, there's this thing in 12 steps where, where like a lot of what you're experiencing is based in fear. And the thing about fear that's so interesting, especially as I've been interrogating it for the past few years, is that I know that I'm afraid of everything. But I also have a hierarchy of fear. And there's just stuff that I have mythologies around. Like there is stuff I am allowed to be scared of and stuff that I'm not allowed to be scared of. And what that looks like is that my brain just keeps trying to reconciling it, being like, well, you're not scared of it, so let's find out what you are feeling about it. And that's what I've been fighting for these past few weeks. And to just root it back in fear has been like such a weight off my shoulders. Like I can't even explain to you like how much more lightness I'm experiencing. And what I'm afraid of, and I started writing about it, um, just like sort of enumerating the things that I'm scared of within this fear. And what I'm scared of is that my mother will die and that she will die not knowing that I loved her. And it's like a very old story and that has been the ending to the movie of me and my mom my whole life because we never got along when I was a kid you know like there were years when I moved to New York and I didn't even visit her and um you know there were there were years when I I blamed her for my eating eating disorder and like everything and it is such an old story And I wrote this thing about my mom around seven years ago. And someone, like, I don't know, like, tweeted it. And I was, like, looking at it. And the whole point of it is that, like, that narrative, that narrative of, like, how I can't tell my mother that I love her was just really pervasive. And I think that that's the the part that really resonated with a lot of people and, like, that fear is still really true for me but the story has changed like my mother knows that I love her and I talked to her before she went to surgery today and I told her and it didn't have the feeling that I thought it would like the thing about this story that I made up when I was a kid is that part of it is that when I tell her we have this like huge profound come to Jesus moment and I feel this just like unbelievable self sense of like acceptance from the only person who's ever mattered to me as far as their judgment and that's just like too much to put on another person even your mother and like that feeling I wanted that like hit of like just seismic acceptance and okayness and enoughness didn't come And I'm so grateful for that. Because if, like, that part of the story isn't true either, then, like, this, like, fantasy I have that my mother doesn't know that I love her is also false. And the other part that writing around it really let me see was that it's a bargain 
like it's this like Faustian bargain it's like this like manipulation that I had in place which was that like if my mother knew that I loved her more than anything that she would have to love me more than anything at the exception of loving anything else because that's how much I want like that greedy voraciousness that like just yawning need it's like that's what I needed my mom to fix like in so many ways like my mom is like my god and it's so nice to know that and it's so nice to know that that's what the feeling is and it's so nice to know that that's what my belief is because I can see that and now like older and like wiser and all this stuff I can be like wow like this is something you decided like I I call all these like stories like crayon operating system where it's all stuff I decided when I was a kid and even though I'm feeling it and even though you can't tell me that that's not what's happening because I'm in such fear it invites just a tiny little bit of loosening and in that little crack of light I can invite the notion that maybe this is not what's happening this is not what I've been in dress rehearsals for my whole life and maybe my mom isn't going to die today And even if she does, because I don't get to decide that, it's going to be okay. Like, my heart won't stop, even though that's what I've decided from the time I was little. And I won't just, like, I just, I won't, like, burst into flames or just die or whatever sort of, like, spontaneous combustion I thought was going to happen like I'm just going to keep showing up and like being grateful that I'm alive and like being grateful that like my mom who's so weird is someone I really got to know and I'm just sharing this to say that sometimes like What you're feeling is totally Occam's razor, and it is fear. And it's sometimes the simplest explanation. And that even beyond that, the explanation for why you're experiencing fear might be something that you can intellectually reason that it can't possibly be true, but it's what your body believes. And reconciling that actually there's so much freedom in it and just allowing yourself to feel the feeling and just naming it with some exactitude is like the only relief that is actually available to you because any other solution is just magical thinking and like me loving my mom so so much and my mom loving me back so so much doesn't like forestall her death Like, it's not going to keep her alive and it's not going to keep her close to me until, like, we die in the exact same second because that is what I would order. And I'm just going to put that agenda down because it's just not going to happen. So, yeah, today's a weird day, but I'm so grateful to know it and I'm so grateful to see it. And, yeah, thanks for listening and have a gentle day and... 
Have a peaceful day.